Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And welcome in everybody to another edition of Future Brew, our Michigan Wolverines recruiting podcast here on mazerbrew.com. I am Vaughn Lozon and I am solo and I'm going to be solo for the next couple weeks while I wait for John Simmons, uh, my partner in crime and recruiting here at mazerbrew.com, our uh, recruiting contributor. He is going to come back on the podcast within the next few weeks. Very excited to get him back. Uh, just a Programming note here, though, for MazeAndBrew.com, uh, our recruiting contributor, Seth Barry, who was joining me on the podcast weekly and contributing to our recruiting content on MazeAndBrew.com, he has uh, left the building. He has taken a gig with the Maze and Blue Review over at the Rivals platform and I wish him nothing but the best, Seth, if you're listening. Thank you very much for everything you've done and for uh, you know all your contributions to Maze and Brew, including this Future Brew podcast. Wouldn't It's not going to be the same without you, but uh, we got to uh, keep on keeping on, and we're going to do that uh, tonight with this podcast. Uh, again, me solo. I hope that uh, <laughs> you, you don't get... Uh, too annoyed with just my voice, but uh, this is just how it's going to be for the next couple weeks. And I, I'm still going to provide the same recruiting content uh, on the podcast and on mazenbrew.com that you are accustomed to. So just sit tight and uh, we're going to get right into it tonight. We are going to discuss some defensive back uh, recruits in the 2023 class. And it, you're probably asking yourself, you know, Vaughn, there aren't any 
defensive backs committed in this 2023 class for Michigan. Uh, so why are we talking about these? Well, the, the reason why is pretty simple. There is a handful of defensive back recruits in this 23 class who are going to be visiting Michigan this weekend for the Illinois game. And I think Steve Klinkscale and the Wolverines have a big opportunity to really seize the day here with not only one, but maybe a couple of these defensive back recruits that are going to be in Ann Arbor on what seems to be in the weather forecast, a cold day in Ann Arbor, a and an actual fall day in November uh, for a home game, which uh, which is kind of nice in my opinion. But let's get to these defensive back recruits that are going to be visiting this weekend. Let's just start right at the top. Uh, he's probably been the he's the longest tenured uh, recruit that Steve Klinkscale has been going after. That's for sure. Uh, in this 23 class. His name is Jair Hill. He's a four-star player, number 203 overall on the 24-7 sports composite. He is from Kankakee. That is, is, say that three times fast, Kankakee, Illinois. He stands six foot one, weighs 170 pounds. This has really been a Michigan-Illinois battle for what seems like forever. So this weekend is going to be absolutely huge in the recruitment of Jair Hill. He has visited both Michigan and Illinois on several occasions. This visit uh, to Ann Arbor this weekend is going to be an unofficial visit since he used his official back in June. And this is quite possibly, uh, very well could be the final opportunity for Michigan to welcome in Jire Hill uh, to Ann Arbor uh, for his recruitment. Uh, it, it really, like I said, this is a Michigan Illinois battle through and through. I mean, he's got offers from plenty of other schools across the country. Uh, Florida is a school that uh, has uh, recently piqued his interest. Washington is a school uh, that uh, extended an offer, and he had been listening to uh, their coaching staff as well. But at the end of the day, this is either going to uh, be in favor of the Wolverines or the Fighting Illini. And I don't know. I, I feel like there is a prime opportunity for Michigan to uh, play a really good game of football here on Saturday. And uh, especially uh, with the secondary, with guys like uh, DJ Turner and Jamon Green, Will Johnson especially, he's been coming on really nicely as of late with that interception in the Rutgers game, uh, making tackles for loss. It seems like he has at least one of those in every single game. So I think Steve Klinkscale and uh, the defensive backs, I think they can really show out in this game against a, a pretty weak uh, Illini passing attack. And I think they can really uh, give that uh, a really good shot to uh, really impress him. And because it seems like uh, Jire Hill, it, it, it seems like he's impressed with Michigan, but the family, his mom specifically, she was more so leaning towards Illinois at the very least early on in this recruitment. It seems like she's warmed up a tad to the Michigan coaching staff and Jim Harbaugh and Steve Klinkscale specifically. I think this is really going to come down to comfortability with Jire Hill, but also uh, just the comfortability that uh, the Hill family is uh, sending their son to the right school. And I think Michigan will be able to uh, accommodate all of those things 
uh, if they win on the football field on Saturday. So I, I think that is going to kind of play a role in this. And I think uh, the defensive backs have played relatively well, I would say, over the course of the season. I know DJ Turner's had some struggles, especially over the last few weeks. But Will Johnson, like I said, he's really come on as of late. Jamon Green has been uh, very solid, I would say, over the course of the season. Uh, so I, I think there's a real opportunity for Michigan to take this recruitment uh, by the horns. And I don't think they're going to get like a commitment out of this weekend from Jire Hill by any means, especially, uh, or, or I guess, regardless of what the score is, whether it's a Michigan blowout victory or what have you, I don't think that is going to impact uh, the speed of his commitment. But I do think that if Michigan wins, and uh, they're able to roll out the red carpet for him and, and just show him and his family uh, more love and more attention, I think they inevitably could get a commitment from him in the near future. So again, number 203 overall on the composite, a really important player uh, for this recruiting class here for Michigan. He would be a, I can't overstate this, I, this would be a huge addition for the Wolverines. Let's move on to another cornerback in this 23 class, a recently offered player. And this one is really interesting for me. Uh, his name is Cameron Calhoun. He is number 483 overall on the composite. He's six foot, 170 pounds. He's from Cincinnati, Ohio, formerly committed to the University of Cincinnati and Luke Fickle, but he reopened his recruitment back on November 13th, just a few days ago. Michigan offered him on November 3rd. So this was just a week and a half before he decommitted from Cincinnati. The other threat in this recruitment right now is Kentucky. And where that's where he just took an official visit to last weekend. And uh, despite the loss that Kentucky suffered on the football field to Vanderbilt of all SEC teams, uh, the Wildcats still got a crystal ball prediction to end up landing Cameron Calhoun. So this is a really, really interesting one, guys. I, I think this is one of those late evaluations that Steve Klinkscale has done, and we'll talk about another one here in just a second. Uh, but he's from Ohio. Steve Klinkscale is also from Ohio, has those connections, and definitely knows uh, the defensive backs in the state of Ohio. He recruited several of them when he was at his last stop at the University of Kentucky. Uh, recruited Ohio very strongly, recruited the state of Michigan very strongly when he was at Kentucky. So he is certainly familiar with the kids down in the state of Ohio. And even though this is a late eval and a late offer, I think Michigan could very well get the job done. I, I'm not going to dismiss the crystal ball for Kentucky by any means, but I do think it's kind of strange that they got the crystal ball, like they lost on the football field. And I, I look, I get it. The, the, the optics of it probably don't look great as far as he decommitted shortly after visiting Kentucky. But honestly, he probably should have decommitted before he took that visit. Um, it just seemed like that's kind of where it was headed anyways. The announcement just came after the Kentucky visit. So he's going to be on campus this weekend. Michigan is going to have its shot with Cameron Calhoun, and I, I do think if the visit goes well, I, I think this is another one that Michigan can close um, in the near future. I think Michigan 
uh, and I think a lot of people would probably think this, Michigan is the better program uh, over Kentucky for sure, over Cincinnati for sure. Um, you know, it, it offers a lot that those schools just quite frankly do not as far as the best of both worlds in the classroom, on the football field, all that good stuff. Um, and the bond that he would have with Klinkscale being an Ohio guy, uh, Cameron Calhoun obviously being an Ohio guy from Cincinnati. Uh, I, I think at the end of the day, Klinkscale could win this one out, but it's going to take a strong visit and, uh, we'll certainly see how it goes, um, after this weekend. Let's turn our attention to another Ohio defensive back. This one is a little bit more close to home for Steve Klinkscale. This is DJ Waller we're talking about. Again, another late eval, another uh, recently offered prospect. So you guys are probably, your your eyeballs are probably going to come out of your heads right now. Uh, he is number 1,583 on the 24-7 sports composite. He stands 6'3". He's 195 pounds. He's from Youngstown, Ohio, which if you are familiar with recruiting and with Steve Klinkscale, you would probably know that is where Steve Klinkscale is from. That is his hometown, Youngstown, Ohio. Um, as far as DJ Waller is concerned, he was offered by Michigan on November 11th and already planned this Michigan visit for this weekend. So a very fast turnaround to get the offer, book the trip, and this one's going to be an unofficial visit, by the way. So there is an opportunity for an, another visit to, for an official one later down the road. Uh, DJ Waller, he was formerly committed to Toledo. He backed off that pledge on October 20th, and he has picked up some offers along the way since then. Michigan obviously being the one that stands out above the rest. Um, and he told 24-7 Sports uh, that he would like to take an official visit to Michigan in December, but that has yet to be scheduled. Uh, in my opinion, guys, I think a lot is going to be learned about this recruitment after this weekend. If the staff likes him enough to schedule an official visit for next month, you can consider this one as good as done. I think Michigan would be at the very, very tippy top of his list, and I don't think there'd be any going back. I think at this point, this would be Michigan's to lose if they end up uh, hosting him on campus this weekend, liking what they see as far as the height, the build, uh, the tape, uh, and obviously just the kid in general, all that goes a really long way. So I would say if Michigan welcomes him in for an official visit, if they plan an official visit after this weekend, uh, that is going to be a very telling sign for where this recruitment will probably be headed. I think Michigan would be in the driver's seat for DJ Waller if all that were to happen. So let's take a moment, though, to thank our sponsor here on Maze and Brew Podcasts, and that is Manscaped, the best at men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools, so they protect those family jewels. The latest men's grooming with Manscaped is their performance package 4.0, it is incredible, guys. That Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is just doing God's work every time I turn it on. I, I turned it on this afternoon, actually, and it is just incredible. It's waterproof, has that patented skin safe technology. It is incredible. 
This package also includes the Weed Whacker Ear Nose Trimmer, Crop Cleanser Groin Wash, the Ball Deodorant, the Ball Spray, and if that's not enough, you get a free pair of boxers and a travel bag to carry all your goodies in. So join the 5 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for all their grooming needs and use that promo code that we've been blasting at you guys for months now. It's MNB20, and you will get 20% off your order. Again, head to manscaped.com, use that promo code MNB20, you'll get 20% off your entire order, and you will get free worldwide shipping. Now, these last two guys we're going to talk about today are both kind of flex guys. They could be a safety. They could be a a cornerback. They're kind of just uh, takes in the secondary at this point. Let's start right off the top with who I think is probably the priority of these two guys, and that would be Tyler Scott. He is number 630th overall on the composite. You're going to think that's pretty low after I tell you his top seven, and these are all committable offers. Uh, It's Michigan, Auburn, Alabama, Louisville, Tennessee, Texas, and USC. Uh, He is from the state of Georgia. He stands six foot two. He's 185 pounds. The Wolverines offered him back in late October. And quite frankly, all of these big time programs offered him in late October. Uh, He was formerly committed to Arkansas State, but he's garnered all of these offers this fall. So he decommitted from Arkansas State back on October 2nd. He has, of his top seven, has already visited Alabama. Tennessee, Auburn, and Texas. Uh, There is a crystal ball in for Tennessee, but he has this visit to come on to Ann Arbor this weekend, and he has an official visit scheduled for Alabama for the week after for their game against Auburn, so he will be able to see two of his top seven schools duke it out. Um, I think at this point, this is very much an SEC flavor of a recruitment I think it's going to end up being either Alabama or Tennessee I guess anything can kind of happen in recruiting as far as NIL stuff Louisville obviously they kind of are you know in my opinion they're a little shady uh with their NIL stuff I think that's uh uh pretty obvious with the some of the kids that they have in their 2023 class but I I think this recruitment specifically It's probably going to be an SEC school, whether it's Tennessee or Alabama or even Auburn, if they pull off the unthinkable uh, next Saturday and uh, take down Alabama. Maybe that'll change Tyler Scott's recruitment a little bit. Who knows at this point? Um, But I I think at the end of the day, this is a courtesy visit. I think uh, I don't I don't think Michigan really has much of a chance in this one because of some factors that uh quite frankly they just choose to not pay for play for nil and i think this very much has that written all over it unfortunately um that's just kind of where it is so i i think he's the better prospect of this uh of him and this other player that we'll talk about right now which it, it is unfortunate i do think tyler scott's a good player too he uh really blew up this fall but uh i i imagine he will be playing college football in the SEC next fall. Let's move on to this final prospect here, and uh, we'll wrap up today's show. This is Sean Russ that we're talking about. Again, probably another flex guy. He can play corner. He can play safety. He can kind of just play wherever. 
Uh, he is actually ranked higher than Tyler Scott, though. He's number 459 overall on the composite. He's also 6'2", 185, much like Tyler Scott is. His top three, it's Michigan, Florida State, and it's Louisville. This this is very much a recruitment where it seems like he's more interested in Michigan than vice versa. This is going to be an unofficial visit. He visited Florida State last weekend. That was also an unofficial visit. It, I, I really do not mean to diminish the kid whatsoever, but it just seems like it seems like these programs just uh, are not interested in him as much as uh, vice versa. He's in, which is interesting because he's a uh, you know he's not like a high three star. I'd say he's like a a high ish to middle high three star player at 459 overall on the composite, like I said, but he's a Florida kid. He's from Fort Myers, which Florida is a hotbed for football talent. And he does have some pretty decent offers outside of his top three, obviously with Florida State, Louisville, and Michigan being those top three schools. But he also uh, has offers from Florida, and then he's got Michigan State. He's got Tennessee, West Virginia, Miami, Maryland, uh, the list kind of just goes on and on Arkansas as well. So he's got some pretty good offers, but this has just been a really, really interesting recruitment as far as uh, just all the ways that it's, it's really been a roller coaster uh, sort of for this recruitment here for Sean Russ. So, um, you know, if, if things go well in the recruitment or in the uh, visit uh, this weekend, I should say, I could see Sean Russ putting Michigan at the top of his list, but it really just boils down to how badly does Jim Harbaugh and Steve Klinkscale and the defensive coaching staff want Sean Russ in their 2023 class. I would imagine that if it came down to him or nobody in the secondary for this class, they would probably take him. But uh, I think at this point, he's probably on the back burner. They're going to wait for guys like Jair Hill and uh, Cam Calhoun and some of these other guys that they've offered recently and that they continue to recruit, I think they're going to wait on those guys and really see what happens moving forward. So, um, guys, that's really all I got for you. The early signing period is coming up really soon, and uh, this is really, really going to be interesting to see how this all shakes out as far as the defensive backs in this 23 class. I think Michigan preferably would take a couple. I don't think they need, like, three or four, I think if they take one or two guys, I think they can kind of just move on to the 24 class and be good just because of how many players they got in the 22 class with Will Johnson and Zeke Berry and Miles Pollard. I mean, the list goes on and on for the guys in the defensive backfield that they got in the 22 class. So I think they can kind of just ship this one off and uh, be done with it. If uh, they end up getting just one or two guys, I think they would be more than satisfied with that. So curious to hear your thoughts. If you're listening on mazebrew.com, please comment below. Would love to hear thoughts on all of these players that we discussed today. And uh, really, really appreciate you guys listening. Like I said, John Simmons will be back with me recruiting, podcasting, and uh, all the good stuff that we do on mazebrew.com. Really excited to have him back and uh, very excited to not spend all this time just <laughs> just talking on my own. And I'm sure you guys are excited to hear someone else other than myself too. 
with that, I will stop blabbering. Thank you very much for listening. Follow me on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon. Follow the website uh, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Just type in Maze and Brew. It'll pop up. I promise you that. Five-star reviews on all of our podcasts would greatly be appreciated. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. That would certainly be appreciated as well. And again, thank you so much for tuning in to Future Brew this week. We will be back next week. We are expecting possibly a commitment from uh, a a priority offensive lineman. If you uh, have seen the tweet, you'll probably know who I'm talking about. That might be coming up this Friday. Um, And we'll more than likely talk about that next week on Future Brew. So again, we'll talk to you guys next week. And uh, until then, go Blue Guys. I'm Vaughn Lozon. Thanks for listening.